We here at R Sports R, Virtual Major League Baseball. Our product provides an advanced and authentic experience in the hybrid category of fantasy and virtual sports. By owning and operating an R Sports franchise, you compete for championships and money in leagues that mirror the MLB in every way. For sports fans who have dreamed of owning a sports franchise and handing out business cards that say Team Owner, R Sports is making that dream a reality. Find them on Twitter at R Sports Baseball and on Facebook as R Sports Baseball. You're listening to NGSE Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSEsports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Three Count Thursday live on Facebook.com slash Three Count Thursday. Jim and Ryan here with you. I'm Matt on in just a minute. It's Thursday, December 21st, 2017. Could be our last show of the year. We're not sure what we're doing next week, but uh, obviously you want to stay tuned to our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, keep up to date with everything we're doing. Ryan is wearing pants. Jared, thank you for uh, tuning in. Scott, Devin, and uh, everyone else who's watching on the Facebook Live video, we appreciate that. Give us a like and share. We'd appreciate it. We are the podcast of the millennium. All of our shows are part of the NGSC Sports Radio Network. Go to NGSCSports.com for everything related to NGSC Sports and our sponsor, Our Sports Baseball. Subscribe to Three Count Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Android, Google Play, and Stitcher. Make sure you rate and review us if you're subscribed on uh, on Apple Podcasts. You can also stream us daily at LeibSports.com. That is L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. Again, make sure you're following all, all of our social media, Three Count Thursday on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Go to threecountthursday.com for all of the information you need to know. Upcoming shows we're going to be at. We just updated the page with a lot of uh, shows coming up in the next few months. Our shirts over at whatamaneuver.net. Our collar and elbow brand deal. Use promo code three count at, at collar and elbow brand store to get 10% off your order. And uh, I think I got all of that business stuff out of the way, right? You're always such a party pooper with all that business. Well, I stuff. had the. I, I you got to get it out. I mean, I put the. Uh, You're right. We have to pay the bills. We got to pay the bills. Had the, the, had the Christmas music there. It keeps the Christmas tree, the Christmas, Christmas tree, tree lit. Yeah, it does. It does. You got a fun little show tonight, all right? No guests. We're kind of no guest. We like I said, we will have Matt on uh, in a couple of minutes. Matt uh, will be our guest. Uh, Rob checks in. Rob, wh- how's it going? Uh, Scott rising, says still better than star. Bruce Pritchard, man. I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the kind words there. Uh, I prefer uh, the Pritchard show to us, but maybe that's just me. Uh, Thanks for putting us over there, Big ex- Jim. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just being honest. But that's, that's fair. Yeah, I'm just being honest. Um, again, thank you everyone for tuning in. We appreciate you and uh, and and following along with us. 
Uh, we have some great guests coming up in the new year. Hannah Hartkopf will be joining us on January the 11th, Kakoa on January the 18th, and Sahara Seven on uh, February the 8th. So we have a couple we of get guests. People in February already. <laughs> people in February already, but we're not even through December. Almost through December. Almost. Almost yeah. through winter. It's the first day of winter, which means it's just one day closer to like spring and summer. Yeah, I put that out there earlier today That's the uh, truth. On, on Facebook. I was like, oh, first day of winter means we're close to their first day of spring. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a not a cold weather fan myself. Uh, Ralph checks in. Ralph, how's it going? Matthew, Tyler's checking in. We've got a lot of viewers on the uh, on the show tonight. Ryan, you done with your Christmas shopping yet? I am. I'm done with my shopping. I'm done with my wrapping. I'm done with Christmas. I'm done with <laughs> I'm done with people. I'm done with holiday cheer. Spoken like someone who works in retail. Yeah, I'm done with it. You're, I you're sure done am. with it. I'm finished. Uh, <laughs> Man, uh, my wife and I stopped by uh, Target in town here, and it, honestly, I'm done with Christmas shopping. It was just to pick up um, and look for a couple of things, um, actually unrelated to Christmas, and just seeing the panic in some people's eyes uh, is, is kind of amusing to me. I started my shopping back in like the beginning of October. Yeah, but you're you're like full into Christmas. Yeah, but no, the, the, the shopping- That's when the, you started listening to Christmas music too, right? Uh, I think the first Christmas music I listened to this year was like the 9th, 10th of November. Okay, okay. Not in October. All right. Usually, usually I don't, uh, I don't start shopping until like December. Okay. My wife used to yell at me because so many people in my family would get the, um, like a piece of paper printout in their- wrapped up in a box and it would say you know you're going to receive this in about two weeks <laughs> i owe you one christmas <laughs> i owe present. you christmas present uh yeah jason it's uh it's rko but the o is a uh is a snake yeah it's just it's my favorite wrestler yeah i love randy what Wooden does it so say much. on the back ryan it says hashtag out of nowhere <laughs> if, if you've listened to our show uh this is a this is a gift from big jim actually i wore it tonight to to thank him it is uh <laughs> my disdain of the RKO out of nowhere and, and the way that it's always called. So thank you for a wonderful <laughs> Christmas present, uh, Big Jim. I, I wear it with pride along with well, that's, my Nia that's, Jacks. That's good. I'm and not like Jax. most t-shirts. Uh, have you worn your year. Divas Championship belt buckle yet? No, I haven't. No, okay. No. Maybe that'll come in the new year. Uh, Scott <laughs> says he's moving back to uh, to Pennsylvania in 2018. So because uh, I think well, you're out on the West Coast now, Scott. So uh, I guess welcome back, or you will be coming back. Now I wore today. No, I actually like this shirt. That's actually a pretty cool the, shirt. The, the Baller Club, the North Pole Baller Club. But now <laughs> I walked downstairs this morning, and uh, yeah, Jason, I know that everything is backwards. Our 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 camera, our video is backwards. Um, I wore the the, the North Pole Baller Club, and. When I came downstairs this morning after getting dressed, my wife looks at it and it says North Pole and the the Ballard Club logo is the B and the C and it is and in, it points down to your it points down to your nether regions my nether regions right. and she because she obviously does it she's not a wrestling fan at all she had no idea what Ballard Club or the logo or anything was and she just goes you're wearing that to work and I'm like well yeah because I didn't even I honestly God hadn't even thought of that and I'm like get your mind out of the gutter at seven right. in the morning. So I so go. Jim had a good morning. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so I went. I went to work, and I'm thinking now it's in the back of my head. Is anybody at work going to think this is an innuendo shirt and not right. a wrestling shirt? One guy goes, "Oh, I get it, uh, North Pole." And like, no, that's 
Ah, that's uh, but it's funny. So that it actually. Right. Uh, well, that's not bad. Then one guy. So if one guy said it, more multiple people thought multiple, it. Multiple people were like, what right. Right, you'll get a pink slip next week. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to fly here right before Christmas. I was actually shocked. I bought um, because my my goal at some point is uh, is to have a a different Christmas shirt from every day from uh, Black Friday all the way through Christmas. And I got a new one this year. It was it was from Christmas Vacation, and it was a you know cartoon of uh of cousin Eddie, and it said you know Merry Christmas, shitters full. But it actually says shitter on it. Some of them are censored. Some aren't. And I wore that one to work, and I was actually shocked nobody told me to like cover up the, the right. Word well, yeah, I mean, it's in the entertainment business, kind of behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, so it is, but I, there's without you know, revealing too much. I think you're safe. Um, <laughs> like my well, it's it, it is a little more corporate ish than it used to be because my my supervisor used to have a shirt that said like supporting single moms one dollar at a time, hey. and it had like car- caricature of a stripper. And he's not allowed to wear that anymore. Uh, Scott says, "How many how many times have you watched Christmas Vacation and recited it to coworkers?" I do. I can't count the number of times I've seen Christmas Vacation. I probably watched it. I've three north, or four times in December already. North. So you've seen it north of ten times. Oh yeah, my god, easily. Oh my god, I've seen it like once. Oh my god, I love it. Uh, recited it to coworkers. I, I mean, there are quotes from the movie I recite sure. regularly. Um, Pat Patrick says uh, he has a friend who has a Christmas outfit for every day from December first to the twenty fifth. That's awesome. Uh, my 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 holiday outfits actually even start with Thanksgiving. I have a tie dye. It's a brown. That and thing's disgusting. Brown and orange tie dye uh, with a just a gigantic picture of a turkey. Not like a cartoon. Like no, a literal. A, yep. Like and it's as big as my torso. It's so gross. I mean it is huge. And it just says Turkey Day. Ugh. I wear that on Thanksgiving, and then I, I'm, I'm working on jumping into. Uh, Working on jumping into the Christmas uh, attire. Uh, Scott also asks, uh, Zeke is coming back to the Cowboys. Uh, I think it's great, but I, I just, they need a lot of help. And that's yeah. where, you know, they need a lot of help to get into the playoffs. I hope they can win the next two, which they absolutely need to do. But um, yeah, we're going to have a great show tonight. Uh, we're going to. Happy Rusev Day. Scott happy said. Rusev happy Day. Rusev yeah, day. Every we day. That. Every day shame. is or should be Rusev Day. Every day should be. Um, we're going to have our top five match countdown it's gonna of, be of, of 2017. We're, we're probably even going to open up the phone lines uh, for that. And we have a couple of uh, listener submissions on the uh, on the Facebook post from the other day. Right. We're going to talk a little bit about the Clash. We definitely want to hear from you guys on this. Yeah, we're going to. I purposely left off. A, a match that people are going to get pissed about. I almost put one as an honorable mention just to piss off a particular listener. And well, I, I think I think most listeners would agree that that match belongs on the top ten. So I specifically made my top ten matches five. within the United. Did you go ten? I, I was... went five. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I was like, I was like, shit. I'm my, panicking. <laughs> my top five matches. I actually thought it was hard to make in the United five. States. So that 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 okay. made it a lot All easier. Right. All right, that excluded. Um, which Omega Okada match I should put on there. So it's just the top five matches that took place within the United States. You guys can do whatever, but we definitely want to sure. hear from I you. Mean, you can either call in, you can throw them up on the Facebook page, um, in the comments. Let us know because I want to hear right. what you yeah. thought your matches. Yeah, were. I mean it's really kind of uh, it's really kind of open ended. Uh, we have a question here. Are you gonna Are you both gonna watch Raw and SmackDown live on Christmas and the day after? Um, I'm I'm record I I I mean I record them every week even though I watch them live or you know if I if I can't start it on time 
Um, so I will, I'll probably tune in at, at some point and I'll start it and, and probably catch up to it. Cause I don't know if I'll be able to hit it right at eight o'clock, uh, for Christmas day. And, uh, same thing for SmackDown live because, you know, we have so much family stuff around, uh, around the holiday that I don't know if I'll be able to tune in right at, right at eight o'clock, but I will, I will see both episodes because in the event that we do a show next week, again, we're not a hundred percent sure. I mean, you know what? Maybe one of us will just pop on on a Monday or a Tuesday after Raw maybe. or SmackDown if we watch it. Maybe we'll do a full show next Thursday. Yeah, we're not sure. Stay tuned you to know? our social media because maybe we'll we'll drop. What we won't do is drop off a cliff. That's we're, right. We're definitely that's gonna right. we're definitely gonna keep hitting you with 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 now, stuff. Now, Ryan, I, I, I we brought up the Pritchard show a little bit, and I br- obviously we we had the Christmas song to start. Um, a, a, a EP dropped this week. I've heard about this. A something heard- to wrestle Christmas. This is exciting because I heard we were actually in contact with the Pritchard yeah, show. Yeah, I, I reached out to him because, you know, we don't want to do anything that we don't have permission for. Um, so it's it's five songs, and it is Bruce Pritchard singing Christmas songs as some of the characters that he portrays on uh, Something to Wrestle With. And they, with their permission, we're going we're gonna to play a couple of clips. Now, you can get it on iTunes, and you can get it on, uh, on Google Play. So you don't right. have to have an iTunes account uh, to get this. Now, this one... Uh, well, you, you'll be able to hear it. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a new, new, new year. Good tidings I bring to you and your king. Good tidings for Christmas and a new, new, new year. So that is, uh, that's Bruce Pritchard as Michael PSAs. Doot, doot, doot. Doot, Um... And there's some of you who undoubtedly who are hearing this and are saying, I have no clue right. what the hell you're talking about. So that means so you that, should, that was that was Bruce Pritchard. That was Bruce Pritchard portraying. And again, if you don't listen to the Bruce Pritchard, so I'll, I'll set it up for, for people who may not know. Um, he does voices of the people in the WWE. He was Vince McMahon's right hand man for years. Yes. Uh, producing segments. I mean, as brother love. So that is his version of what Michael Hayes sounds like. Um, and running gag on his show, and when Michael Hayes walks, it's it, he, Michael Hayes walks to the sound of doot doot doot. That's kind of what it sounds like right. when Michael Hayes right. walks. So that that's the idea of of what of what you heard there. I wanted to make sure everybody's on board with 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 what that was. That was um, fantastic. So the, so already this should be on your Christmas list. Now. Yeah, this is a late uh, entry. This is uh, the twelve days of Christmas. In a pear tree. <laughs> On the second day of Christmas, my true love said to me, Two turtle doves in a partridge in a pear tree. This is uh the Simmons is Dusty Road. Right. My true love said to me. I mean it's it's as awesomely bad as, as you would expect. This it, was as bad as I thought. This is the first time I've heard this one. That was as bad as I thought it was going to be. Then you get uh, then you get Jingle Bells. through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. <laughs> o'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtails ring. But my, my favorite, my favorite. And that, of course, is the voice of Vince, Vince McMahon. McMahon. Vince right, McMahon. Right, Vince. Uh, this, one's my, this one's probably my favorite. Merry Christmas, mother... <laughs> Double stockings, double presents. Hey Rudolph, why'd you get your nose red? Up on 
like Joe how bad. It's so great. It's so, so bad. It's, I love it. It's so good. Now this, now that's that's him uh, doing his his Jim Cornette impersonation. Uh, so again, it's 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 called the Something to Wrestle with Christmas. It's five songs. I think it's like three or four dollars. Head over and and buy it. At one point, and I was trying to find uh, where it's at on on the 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 holiday chart on iTunes. But when this dropped on Monday, this was in the top one hundred. Christmas albums on iTunes. Correct. The week of Christmas. And everybody has a Christmas album. Like that's mind blowing. Oh, sure. I mean it's it it I mean just it was it was absolutely crazy. And and to think the top one hundred albums the on top one hundred Christmas albums. Like that's with your Mariah Carey's and your Oh yeah. I mean like the number the insects, number one right your now Pentatonics. Is Pentatonics Christmas Deluxe. Um I'm assuming Gwen Stefani's album's probably up there somewhere. Hers number four. Okay. Mariah Carey's is actually number 13. It's a classic. I mean, that one's been out, like, forever. I right. mean, it, it... Elvis has probably made an appearance. The Blue uh, Christmas Elvis's classic Christmas album is 27. Okay. Um, you know, White Christmas being Crosby's 24th. And Bruce Pritchard... <laughs> Like and his I mean, right now, the, right album. now the number one hundred is is the greatest Christmas songs by Perry Como. I mean, the classic voices. Right. The Christmas trilogy. TSO is at ninety six. Um, I, I can't actually find where it's at now. I mean, you know, it, I think everybody that was going to buy it probably bought it on on Monday. But uh, head, you know, just head over and buy it if if you uh, ever listen to the the Pritchard I'm sure show. he will see an uptick from our listeners here. Tonight. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely should. But uh, I, you know, I found it hilarious, and it was uh, it was well worth the it was well worth the uh, was four, it four or five bucks four or five dollars. Right. Um, doot 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 <laughs> doot doot. Uh, all right, let's get into the. And it's uh, gonna be exciting because he's gonna probably come back around here. I guess right around the Royal Rumble, we'll probably see him again. I think, I th- I think they have a Philly show scheduled. Uh, this they is also- do the one with Jake the Snake. Yes, That's they have a right, Philly yes. show scheduled, and they also just announced that they're gonna be doing a show at the Barclays Center after a uh, Nets game. Oh, nice. Like, wow. In 2017, moving into 2018, and they just won Sports Illustrated's Podcast of the Year. Right. So it's two Podcast of the Year awards they've won this year. Brother Love and the Alabama Mortgage Guy. Right. Good for them. It's incredible. It is awesome. Um, Shaking up the world of podcasts. I finally got through, because I've been trying to listen to Christmas music a lot this week. Uh Naturally. Naturally. But I finally made it through the five hour and four minute Edge podcast. Didn't even start it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Didn't even start it. You, maybe you'll finish it by next year. This maybe. Maybe. That's a long one. Um, Good God. Five hours. Yeah. That's it's uh, Sean, uh, Sean comments, all wrestling sucks now. No storylines. I think there's plenty of storylines. Uh, right now, I think a lot of argument from people is that there's too much storyline and not enough wrestling, uh, depending what company you watch. But let, let's talk a little bit about uh, Clash of Champions, uh, which was on uh, which was on Sunday, and we'll we'll get Matt in here in a few minutes. All right. uh, I think he's finishing up some web like site website work. So, uh, but we'll get him in here. We may, we'll make sure we don't start our countdown until. Uh, but we have some uh, we have our our scorecards which we put out there. Uh, Ryan, I had. 67 points out of a possible 166. Now, granted, there was no surprise uh, entrances, so even still I had like 60-something out of, what, 130-ish, yeah. which was bad. Uh, you had a 94, but there were some folks who uh, who bested 
even that. Uh, Brad Day had a 97. Uh, Justin McNally had a 101. That's wow. a pretty. That's a pretty impressive, impressive one. Number. You know, he only had about 30 points wrong. Uh, cousin Brian had a 98, and uh, Dan had a 98. So, uh, congratulations to those, uh, to those people. Again, uh, we do the scorecards for all the shows. We fill them out for fun. Um, you know, we always recommend it at PW Scorecards on Facebook and Twitter. Um, you know, make sure you uh, you know just check them out. Give them yeah. give them a uh, give them a follow. Let them know that you uh, er, sometime early next year, uh, either January, February. Um, maybe for uh, fast lane, we'll do one for a prize again. That'll make me enjoy fast lane a okay. little bit more than I normally okay. do. It sounds. Um, that I don't sounds know. We'll package proper. some DVDs or an eight by ten autograph or yeah, something. We'll figure something, something. out. We'll do something. But uh, reach into the bag of prizes. Yeah, that one will probably you know usually with the shout outs, it's honor system, whatever. If you really want a shout out on the show, we'll give you a, we'll give you a shout out. Um, for the prize, we like to you know we'll, we 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 will show ours. And uh, we ask that people um, show, you know, send that, that a picture gets, of theirs. That gets some people in trouble. Oh, sh- the show me yours, you show me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. All right, so Clash of Champions started off. We did our best to avoid the pre-show match of Mojo Raleigh and Zack Ryder. Dude, but we actually did we ended freaking up seeing- ever? Like, we were screwing around. We were watching, uh, we, we watched some of the final battle. Yeah, we were watching final battle. I'm like, hey, probably close enough. Let's order a pizza. And then we'll flip over to the network. We'll catch the last like ten minutes of them talking. Turn it and on. Lo and behold, boom! Here comes There's Zach Ryder. and Zach yep. Ryder. Um, did you enjoy? If you're if you're following along in the Facebook Live video, if you watch Clash of Champions, did you enjoy it? Uh, give a thumbs up if you enjoyed it. An angry face if you did not. Um, and uh, give a uh, what's that? The surprised face if you didn't watch it at all. So just kind of curious. Uh, remember, make sure you like and share the video as well if you're following along live. We would appreciate that. Uh, Mojo Raleigh defeated Zack Ryder. Six minutes, whatever. <laughs> yeah, not surprised. It furthers that storyline of them breaking up. Uh, Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler, opened up the opened up the show by defeating Baron Corbin and Bobby Roode for the United States Championship. Twelve minutes, forty five seconds. I'm I'm actually legitimately shocked uh, that he won. We're going to talk a little bit more about his uh, his status with the WWE coming out of SmackDown. But um, for Triple Threat and, and and to start the show, I actually thought it was pretty good. Um, and I'm actually really surprised that uh, Dolph Ziggler picked up the win. Yeah, probably my favorite match of the night, and that's not okay. saying much. I didn't think this was a great show. Okay. Uh, I think we, we've differed there in, in, in thought, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, good on Ziggler. He's here to show the world, Jim. He is. Well, maybe not. Right, maybe he's um, not. Yeah, like Who I knows? said, good, it was a good, uh, Good about uh, good start to the show. Patrick checks in. He says he didn't care about Mojo Raleigh. There's not many people that do. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Now, think. Jim, if you had to pick one, and you're not a Zack Ryder fan either, if you had to pick one, Mojo Raleigh or Zack Ryder, who do you pick? Uh currently Mojo Raleigh because he's the heel. Really? That and I just I hate Zack Ryder. Oh my I god, really that's do. so awful. I, again, I don't like either of them. This is uh, you know, it's it's like picking between like getting kicked in the nuts or having a tooth pulled without Novocaine. Now, do you not like Zack Ryder, the character, or like the person that's dating friend of the show, Chelsea Green? We've had um, her on before. We have had a, her on before. I don't know Zack Ryder, the, the person. I just don't like Zack Ryder, the WWE persona. Okay. He seems like a nice guy. They seem like very happy people. Okay. All right. He's the Long Island, he was the Long Island champion. I know, I, just I know. I can't believe you. Don't like that. Hello, cousin Brian. That's... We we did give you the shout out there. I don't know if you if you might you might have missed that one for uh, besting our 
our best PW scorecards score on Sunday. Um, but yeah, a decent match to start. And then we had the fatal four-way match for the SmackDown Tag Team titles, 12 minutes and 54 seconds on that one. Uh, the Usos defeating the New Day, which was Big E and Kofi, uh, Gable and Benjamin, and Rusev and Aiden English. Um, you know what? I take it back. That was my favorite match of the night. This match was Actually, a lot of fun. Yes. It was it was well done. Uh, I, I really thought going into it, Scott says match of the night. Uh, I'd probably lean that way. I'd, I'd absolutely yep. lean that way. Um, yeah, actually, yeah, I'll say that was the best match of the night. And I actually, I really thought and hoped that they were going to give it to uh, Rusev and Aiden English. Maybe the the story between them uh, is not is not over. Uh, says Gable. Uh, Gable was a star in this. He absolutely was. My gosh, uh, the strength of yep. that of that little guy. I mean, holy hell, uh, pretty impressive. Uh, the Usos come out the win, and you know, we were always kind of well, me as, as as much as anyone very critical about and not liking what the Usos used to be. Yes, I couldn't be more of a fan of of this incarnation. Well, they were, they of the were Usos. just so hokey. It was right. the paint and the you know we're we're Samoan and you're gonna know we're Samoan. And right, we the, the Samoan, Samoan chant and, and you know and, the right. bamboo you know graphics and all that, and it just. Not that it, you know, obviously it, a part of it is genuine because it's their heritage, but I just didn't, I didn't feel like it was genuine to Jimmy and Jay, I guess is, is the, you know, does right. that make sense? Yeah. Like this. You always knew deep down Jimmy and Jay was more of like a wife beater and sneaker kind of guy. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Sure. Right. Sure. Right. Um, but was, like those guys look more like thugs than wrestlers. That's not what I said. That's exactly that what is, you no, just said. No, that is not what I uh, said, uh. Uh, That's what it sounds like. Cousin Brian says second cousin Elizabeth says hi. Hello, second cousin Elizabeth. We've got all sorts of cousins we didn't even know about. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Uh, Patrick says happy the new day lost. He hates the new day. Rooting for Rusev and Aiden. Yeah, I I hope that, you know, because I feel like the WWE dropped the ball big time on on Rusev when he had the U.S. title and, uh, you know, got squashed by John Cena at WrestleMania. The guy brings out a tank and he loses to John Cena. Like, come on. Uh, I feel like they dropped the ball big time there. Hopefully they can they can use this to uh to repick up Rusev. Um but you know, I do I do I love I really enjoy this this incarnation of the Usos. And I'm glad to see it uh successful and, and did you get to watch SmackDown? I watched most of it. I've been You all, did see their segment on SmackDown. Was was it first? Honestly, it was the first hour. This week's kind of. Dude, been a I think blur. it was second hour. I, and then I don't think I've seen it yet. You missed a great segment with Rusev and Aiden English dressed up as Santa Claus and a snowman. Yes, I haven't seen that yet. I've seen pictures, but I have not actually and watched. Then they wrestled that. the the New Day, and they were dressed up as like the Gingerbread Man and another <laughs> Christmas related. That's thing. awesome. It was my favorite. Like Christmas match that we've gotten because they're always stupid with right. like pumpkins outlining it. Oh my god! It. What do they call the the pumpkin patch? The Halloween of horrors or something along those. Ugh. This was a lot of fun. Okay, they had they had pancakes flying around. Uh, I love pancakes. Xavier was just Clearly. tossing pancakes out into the crowd during the match. It was it was absolutely <laughs> right, ridiculous. I, I, I will. Uh, it was a fun fun. If you can allow wrestling to be fun, you would have enjoyed this. Moment. I can. I can yes. do that. Some can't. And I don't get Some that, but, but I, I can allow that. Is this your favorite tag team right now on SmackDown? Or is it still too new in their run to be like, they're my favorite? Who, the Usos? Yeah. No, 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 no. Aiden English and Rusev. Oh. Um, 
it's right up there if they're not. I mean, I just I think the Rusev Day thing and uh, you know, Aiden English, you know, singing and uh, it's it, it is extremely well done and because I think I think maybe one of the bigger problems and maybe that was part of the reason why the WWE kind of backed off the Rusev push is sometimes you know the the whole thing with him and Lana just like it came off a little dry and you know he maybe just it, it just wasn't character wise where they wanted to be at the time and I feel like this is is stepping out to a different level. That's fair. Okay, that's cool. Um, so they're definitely are they your favorite? Uh, no, Fandango. Oh, Breezon. Oh, Breeze still probably up there. Yeah, that. Uh, we'll 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 get to their match. Charlotte Flair defeating Natty by. Uh, oh, and by the way, Patrick McGrath also agrees with you that they're more thugs than wrestlers. So there's two people that think I that. didn't say thugs. Move on. Charlotte defeats Natty by submission in a lumberjack match for the uh, SmackDown Women's Title. Ten minutes thirty two seconds. Um, I didn't think this was their best match. Nope. Um. It wasn't it wasn't terrible, but I, I they they their best de- match was like four years ago in NXT though. Yeah, like we've seen, but this, they've had better matches this, this year. Version of this match so yeah. many times. They've had better and, and I don't know the lumber. I, I mean, I remember when they were called lumber Jills. Well, Jim, they don't have to be separated. Like, why would you make them lumber Jills? That's true. Um, have you totally missed the women's revolution, Jim? I'm this sorry. is it was this moment. And but you, you want to send them back five years. Well, Next, they'll be rattling in fucking pudding again. Uh, no, I don't want that. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Nia okay, Jax is there like, with a spoon. Just, oh, no. Ah, I did it. I body shamed. Oh, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan. I'm sorry, folks. Um, send your hate tweets to at Big Jim Sports. <laughs> and I just feel like they've done the lumberjack thing a lot this year, both you know on the, on the men and women's side. I feel like we've seen a lot of uh a lot of lumberjack matches i i can't tell you the one before that it just uh, they don't stick with me no, at all it it just and because just an overused concept i feel right and ever you know you know what would stick out to me with a lumberjack or a, a men or women's match is if uh when you 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 just didn't have the moment where there was the interference and you know the the competitors attacking the the lumberjacks and vice versa. If it literally just had, uh, you know, when when a wrestler goes outside, they get thrown back in. Right. If it strictly was what it was supposed to be, and if you're gonna do, and here's the thing too, if you're gonna do a lumberjack match, just do a cage. That's fair. Right. Like, why right. do the lumberjack? A solid steel cage. Let's do a solid steel cage. Right. Um. Again, that's I guess at my, Pritchard's guess, show on Twitter, something to wrestle with. We're not actually stealing gimmicks from... Uh, from their box of gimmicks, like from, we can do this all night. <laughs> from uh, people who are far more successful in the podcasting game than we are. Right, no, that was more in, in homage with, yes. with the, the shout-out and the Christmas album. Uh, um, Jim, I don't know. I guess my take is, especially with this Lumberjack match, if, if you wanted to, because it's really what it broke down into, just have the Riot Squad take on the welcoming committee. Sure. And on a separate match, right? right. Like, just do that then, right? Instead yeah. of having just three, on th- it just it, it it didn't add up to me. The match was was flat. It it it, it was not a very good match at all. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it it could have been a lot better. Um, let's see. I'm trying to catch up on the uh, uh, Pat. Pat said uh, 
that Mandy from the Riot Squad is hot. Uh, I believe he meant Liv, Liv Morgan, is yes. in the Riot Squad. And she was very, very attractive with the whole pigtail sort of thing. and Almost had an Alexa Bliss yeah, look to her. Yeah, almost felt very Alexa Blissy. Yeah. Um, Scott says, so Natty and Ziggler are doing the same storyline. Um, I I don't know that it, the the way I kind of see it is like because Natty did like the heel turn, even though she was a heel afterwards, and then she was crying. I, it was it was strange. It was odd because like she's like you know she, like, she said she's gonna like turn up the hate or something like that, and I'm like, wait, you're already a heel, like right? So you're gonna be more heel? I it, it, that that was odd. That that promo was odd. So like she's, she seems like she's more just saying like f off to the fans. I feel like they've both taking the "you don't deserve me" approach though. Okay, so in that light, it's kind of similar. But like the you know what Ziggler did on Tuesday was almost like a, you know, I'm done, I'm leaving. Right. Where like Natty didn't necessarily hers didn't come across that way. It just came across as I'm a heel, even though she was a heel. Right. It was just weird. It was weird. I I didn't I didn't. Uh, I didn't necessarily get it, but uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Dolph Ziggler uh, coming up a little bit later. Uh, then you this had is be the most we've ever talked about Dolph Ziggler on a podcast, right? Right. My God. Uh, and then you had the Bludgeon Brothers, Harper and Rowan defeating Breezango in one minute and fifty eight seconds. And no surprise. Uh, yeah, I mean Bludgeon Brothers are going to win. Uh, the you know by in, in a squash. I'm a little uh, bummed out that it had to be Brizongo getting the squash, but I don't think it hurts them because I think their value um, has been with the these fashion files, right? You know, so I, I don't think this loss hurts them. Have you have you caught up with Tyler Breeze at all on Twitter? I have not. He just realized that you can make like Twitter polls. Really. Maybe this was, I don't know, early early this week. And just made just a shitload of polls. <laughs> like, what's your favorite Brizongo match? What's your favorite Tyler Breeze match? That's fantastic. Would you watch Fashion Files if it was a show on the WWE Network? Uh, I mean, just yes. Yes, let's find a way to make that happen. Poll after poll after poll after poll. Oh, my poll. God. That's awesome. Well, I saw the one about the, the Fashion Files. Would you watch if it was on the WWE Network? And I, I didn't I didn't necessarily realize that that it was in a line of yeah yeah polls. it was probably nine or ten polls that's fantastic. In a row. Um, we're getting some comments that uh, cousin Brian C has to run. Uh, he's getting ready for a big Rusev party, Rusev Day party tomorrow. Celebrate Rusev Day. Happy Rusev tomorrow. Day. Happy Rusev Day. Uh, Scotty and uh, Patrick both say they do not like the Bludgeon Brother. I enjoy. The music, I enjoy the gimmick. the The attire could do some work, and I think uh, one of the one a lot of the one of the complaints I've seen is people don't like that he still has the um, the sheet mask. Yeah, I agree because no he's kind of broken it. from the uh, the Wyatt family. So why do you still have the sheet mask? Correct. Well, maybe the sheet mask was not with the Wyatt family, maybe but maybe it sheep. was with the sheep. Yeah, the sheep so. was with Harper. Maybe I guess possibly. We've officially talked longer about these teams than, than their, their matches. matches. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Um, oh, I think oh, we have... There uh, it is. That one caught me off guard. You now can I, tell I, by how long you left it ring. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Matt, so can you hear us, Matt? Apparently not. Hold Great. On. Now we did it. Speakers are muted. No, they're not. 
Hey, Patrick's drinking for Rusev Day. Happy Rusev Day! Let me try and uh, let me try and figure out what's going on here with the uh... Scott. To, to kind of get back with your point, uh, I think Luke Harper is a fantastic professional wrestler. Uh, look at some of Harper's single run stuff. I thought it was really good. You can look at Harper's stuff when he was wrestling on the independent scene as Brody Lee. That's top notch. I know CZW has an entire uh, Brody Lee DVD of the best of Brody Lee when he was in CZW. I think there's a few other promotions that have that out there. It's definitely worth a look. It's one that I picked up and uh, absolutely love the abilities of Luke Harper or Brody Lee at that uh, time in his in his career. So definitely worth a, a look. Now Matt's saying he can hear us, but I can't hear him. So that's uh that's an issue. I'm trying to figure out right now why we're having uh why we're having some audio problems. Cousin Brian's uh final thought of the night before he checked out, he says that the uh the Bludgeon brothers he insists look like the Vaude villains stalled halfway turning into the Hulk. So that's fair. Oh, I think we have Matt now. Matt can that's fair. you can hear us still? Yeah, I can still hear you. All right, we have you on now. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened there, but uh, how are you doing, man? Welcome in. I'm doing well. Thank you. Happy Rusev Day. Yes, another one. Every day. Honest. Every day. Um, all right, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn defeated Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, this was with Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Oh, as just in time, Matt. Special guest referees. Hold on, Matt. I have your uh, I have your intro music up. Uh, That was just for you. Um, See, the nice thing is I used to not be able to hear the music when you guys played it. <laughs> but now you can. I can, unfortunately. Right. See, that's the improvements that we make here uh, on the show. Uh, Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryan, a special guest referee. This one went 21 minutes and 37 seconds. Um, Daniel Bryan finished with the fast count. Uh, the story of the the story of the match was the kind of infighting between Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon as the referees, and that, that kind of came to a head at, at, at the finish of it. Um, the match itself, I, I thought, was really bad because the the you know the the, the play the playing between of of Shane and Daniel Bryan just became almost almost like insufferable like i get that that that's that's the story that was ultimately being told in this match and you were going to try and find the way to keep uh Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on uh on SmackDown Live and in the WWE but i just felt the whole thing man the whole thing just it came off really poorly absolutely awful it it, it was so much that it became about the referees, and I'm watching the referees and not watching the match. Right, right. Hated it. Isn't that isn't that what you wanted? Hated it. I mean, like I get, that was two big Shane McMahon marks complaining about the match being about Shane McMahon. Well, oh, I generally agree with you. I just do it to piss you off. Jim <laughs> is a pretty big mark. Well, I, to I, Shane McMahon. I guess my problem ultimately with it is the fact that. Uh, you know, KO and Sammy were going to win. 
uh, which meant it was probably going to be because of Daniel Bryan pulling a fast count or something like that, which meant Shane wouldn't get his way. So that's why I was angry. That's fair then. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, Sound logic. Yeah, it was lose lose for Jim. It, I mean, the the match itself yeah. was just kind kind of a lose lose. Uh, it's it's unfortunate because when you're talking about KO and Sami Zayn and Nakamura, three out of the four in the match. Um, you know, can, can really bring a lot more to the table. Uh, Randy Orton, I'm just, I don't give a crap. I really don't. You know where you I know stand I on Randy shirt, Orton. Ryan. You know. Hashtag out of nowhere. Hashtag. Which we'll be happy to know. I read tonight that he is, uh, that taking he is expected, off. he's going to be taking, what, February and March off and expected to work um, significantly less dates in 2018. So the Orton machine may finally be winding down. Just in time to get Batista back. Yeah. Does anybody care about Batista coming back? Because I sure as hell don't. Uh, thumbs up if you like uh, Batista coming back and angry face if, if you do not. It's not a confirmed, but he's interested, and I'm sure the WWE would bring him back. Matt, I think it's more of a joke than it is angry. Like, just Four, Batista at 49 years old is not something I need. And people are like, well, you know, well, look at what they, you know, what they did with uh, – with Evolution and The Shield and, and how great those matches were. I'm like, yeah, but they weren't necessary. The Shield was the hottest thing. The, the the turn would have been impactful when The Shield broke up, no matter what. And so so I just, I don't need, I don't need Batista back in 2018. I really don't. Matt, what do, do you, are you a Batista guy? Uh, I mean, I think I said before, since he's left, I've gotten an appreciation for what he's doing outside WWE, but I have no interest in seeing him in the ring ever again. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, then I've event. never seen a Batista movie, yeah, so I, wouldn't, I honestly I wouldn't haven't know. either. Um, Sorry, I'm not a movie guy. Well, and why would you start now? Well, right. What would I start with? Yeah, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> I, I have to watch the first one, and it's just far oh, too late. so so far too long. Just couldn't do it. Uh, AJ Styles. Yeah, this isn't like this isn't a thing anymore, Ryan. You you jumped on so many bandwagons recently that you can't just. I don't want to be a bandwagon jumper. I mean, he kind of has a point though. Well, if that's now what I am. Then I'm, I'm sure I'm going to love watching Guardians of the Galaxy this weekend. Well, in your downtime after Christmas, I'm sure you're going to uh, enjoy some Star Wars too. No, no, no still no, no interest. Not, still no interest. Huh? Nope, don't no, care. It was worth a try. Um. Uh, main event, AJ Styles defeating Jinder Mahal with the Singh Brothers by submission for the WWE title to retain 23 minutes and four seconds. Uh, I thought this was Jinder's best match in this run, which probably means it was his best match in the WWE. Um, Have you forgotten about the three-man band? Well, his, uh, I should say maybe like singles match, but gotcha. he's not in the three-man band. Better. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it, it, it picked back up from, from the kind of two or three matches there that, that you know, were, were a letdown after the first two. So, um, it wasn't – didn't it did not make my top five matches of the year. But uh, I, 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 I thought it was a pretty pretty good and pretty fun main event. That's a surprise that it didn't make your top five. It was Okay. It's all right. It's just nothing special to me. Okay. I, I, I didn't think Jinder was going to win. I didn't think there was any time in the match while watching it that I believed that Jinder Mahal might be walking out 
the WWE champion. So to that point, I guess I it, it was like meh. Not just kind of like nothing. what's the point if he's not if there's no chance he there's wins. just no chance in hell. I don't have that music. I know you didn't. I was hoping you might, but <laughs> the way you looked at me, it was pretty obvious. It wasn't. Ah, damn. Wasn't it. happening. Um, Matt, did you have you caught the pay per view or? Yeah. Okay. Um, did you like the Matt? I mean, did you like? Uh, I mean, it was fine for a gender match. Okay. I'm, I wouldn't put it in my top five either. I know that shocks you guys. Well. Shane McMahon was involved in what three or four matches this year, so we already know four. Yeah, takes that most four out of your top five. Sure. Um, grade. What would you grade the show? Uh, that's a solid C minus. Okay. Yeah, I'm at I'm at a just a straight C. That's significantly lower than I thought you were going to go. I mean, I, like I said, um, the opening match I enjoyed. The fatal four way tag was was by far the best match of the night. Fun main event, but. You know, when when you have three matches in a row that are just, nah, you know, it, it's that 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 it took a hit. It took a hit. Yeah, yeah, C minus. Yeah, that's about where I am. Uh, Scott says he's at an F plus. <laughs> that's like that high fifty nine, right? But it's almost a D. I almost got a D, which almost is good enough to uh, to be passable. Um, but it's not. Devin gave it a B. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, there was there was some people uh, on Twitter that that you know were were you know fairly pleased with it. So I can't believe somebody outranked it uh, over you, Jim. Yeah, I know. That's I know shocking. you guys are are actually very. I'm sure shocked that I gave a WWE show. Yeah, see, I a think C. that's very honest of you. And I didn't even give it the C plus. Right. I gave it a C. That's I'm. <sighs> We're coming near New Year. Maybe it's a new me. Maybe I don't know. it is a new you. Can't wait till we see. Uh, Patrick gave it a, a C plus. <laughs> we uh, say all this, and Jim's top five matches for the year will all be WWE. Oh, uh, will they now? Which uh, let's get to the uh, let's uh, let's let's run through Legacy Wrestling real quick. Okay, Let, let's touch on Legacy before we get to this. No, uh, I was not there, because so I'll kind of let you and you and you, Matt. You wasn't there. I wasn't there. You wasn't there. I weren't there. You 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 didn't able to go. Yeah. Uh, had a, again at holiday times you yeah, had to keep tough. the wife it's happy. Yeah. I get that, uh, and it is tough. Um, this past weekend, Legacy teamed up and partnered with Wrestlers Laboratory, where they presented Future Vision. Happened over there at the Spooky Nook Sports Complex back on the sixteenth. Uh, general thoughts, real quick, uh, okay. of, of the night. Um, I think it was tough to bring in the amount of new wrestlers that Legacy brought in. Okay, because um, they had at, the at one wrestlers laboratory. To wrestler, guys, correct, right? correct. Um, and and they supplied. I mean, a decent amount of wrestlers. There were some matches on here, and they were all brand new wrestlers. Um, I didn't do a ton of research. I didn't think I was going to do very much on on with the show. Probably just a post show or something like that. I was actually able to sit in on commentary with uh, with Adam Lavelle. So had a really good time doing that. Appreciate Adam for you um, extending the offer to me and uh, and Mike. I appreciate that. Um, but I think I think as much and as well as the wrestlers laboratory guys did trying to connect, there was obviously a disconnect just for the first time seeing a new wrestler multiple match. You know what I mean? To see a new wrestler taking on a fan favorite that you've seen before is one thing, but to have matches where you don't really know 
a ton about either guy, what their styles are, things like that. It took a little bit of time for the crowd to warm up to the wrestlers laboratory group. Um, I thought they were fantastic. I really enjoyed most of the show. Um, started off really hot with a uh, number one contendership for the wrestlers laboratory nucleus championship. Um, that's where Wheeler Yuta, we've actually seen him before, okay. um, defeated Sugar D and Joseph Black Cloud. Again, these are all three wrestlers from the wrestlers laboratory. Uh, Matt, jump in anytime if you want because you were there as well. Uh, if not, I'm just going to kind of run down some of the uh, some of the results. We had Mance Warner. He defeated Mr. Claxton, formerly known as as Connor Claxton of ECW or of ECW of uh, CZW. CZW. Um, so, Ryan, what do you think of Claxton ever since he got rid of the the death match thing? I I think it's a fun little gimmick. Um, I like the idea of it. Uh, I th- he still wrestled a tournament of death last year. Uh, maybe the Mister Claxton yeah. thing started after that. Um, I'm not a huge death match guy, so I don't know a ton about it. But uh, it's it's fun to see wrestlers try to like take him back to that hardcore brawling um, during the match, kind of teasing that. Uh, at the same time, I feel like Matt Tremont kind of did that with the whole awakening thing. Um, where he kind of swore off of the hardcore stuff a little bit more than he than he normally does, um, but uh, I thought it was a good match. Uh, we don't get to see Connor Claxton up this way very often for some reason. I'd love to see him more up there. I think the guy is very very talented. Uh, so I enjoyed this match. Right. Yeah. I mean, after seeing him do both, I've seen him as Mister Claxton before. I think Jim Hughes at the Hybrid Show. You and I were at. Yeah, I think um, that's right. So. I think it's an interesting turn for him. I, I'm anxious to see where the story with that goes. Like you don't see an indie storyline kind of spread across multiple promotions like Correct. the Mister Claxton thing is. So I think that's that's a really cool take that they're doing. I was just curious what your thoughts on it were. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a it was a cool idea. I, I like that. Uh, and Mance Warner, um, Southern guy. I forget where he said he was built from. Somewhere in Tennessee, Buck Snort, Tennessee. Buck Snort, Buck Snort Tennessee. Tennessee is where where Mance Warner's uh, wow. called home, and it, it looks is that like a real place. It looks like he's from Buck Snort, Tennessee. Jim, um, the Wild Cards defended their Legacy Tag Team Championships against the Ugly Ducklings. I think these guys were the uh, Buck Snort is a small unincorporated community in Hickman County, Tennessee. It is located near Exit One Fifty Two on Interstate Forty, a few miles east of the Tennessee River. There it is. I would believe that's where Mance Warner's from. There are no U.S. Census statistics for the location, and there is no post office. I believe that. Bucksnort, a term for a sound well-known to deer hunters since pioneer days, is given to multiple pre-Civil War towns and communities across Tennessee, as well as uh, in Fayette County, Marshall County, and Bullock County, Alabama, and more. Uh, Thank you for that history lesson on Bucksnort, and it's... (laughs) And its locations in the United States. Uh, Tony, let's see, wrestlers Bunkhouse Buck and Dirty White Boy, a.k.a. T.L. Hopper, called Buck Snort home. And a and professional wrestler, D- Dirty Dutch Mantel, often was billed from Buck Snort. A lot of wrestling. Surprise. And wrestlers surprise, coming out of Buck Snort. Surprise. Look at that. <laughs> no that. doubt. Well, that's exciting. There's something we didn't know. There it is. Today. The more you know. There it is. I know. I need. I need that sounder. That's a sounder I need to get. Yep. Let's work on that for next week. All right. Um. So, 
the wild card, still your legacy tag team champions. They defeated the uh, the Ugly Ducklings. I thought this was a really, really fun match. I think the Ugly Ducklings, uh, I think the fans really took to them. Um, Matt, Jim, what, what, I think you would have really enjoyed the Ugly Ducklings. You did not then, Matt. No, I did. Oh, okay. Oh, I okay. did as well. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to say zero fun in wrestling. Um, <laughs> I don't. We I know don't those people. Needed in every match, but to see it a few times on a card, and then to see them perform and back up the comedy like the Ugly Ducklings did, I think was was kind of a nice change for Legacy because we don't see that a ton. You know, there's the random dance dance offs in the ring and whatnot, but but Legacy usually tries to play it pretty seriously. So I thought that match was highly entertaining, both from a comedic standpoint and the wrestling talent as well. Yep, I agree. I yeah, agree. I definitely. I I, I want to check out the uh, DVD for this whole show once it com- once it comes out. So as the wild cards are celebrating, uh, Sandman's music hit. Okay. Um, and that brought out, uh, the legacy wrestling promoter Chad Gerber who's friends with the the state and, and the athletic commissions and sure, said, look, sure. there's not going to be hardcore here tonight. This is not, you know, he's the promoter, his licenses, yada, yada, yada. He'll, he'll call Greg, uh, who is the, uh, the state, uh, I forget what his title is. Uh, what the hell is his title? Greg Serb. I don't remember. Oh yeah. I can't, um, and, and get the show shut down, yada, yada, yada. Um, because that's just not going to happen. Well, Sandman's music hit again, and out comes the Sandman with with the Singapore cane, obviously, and um, we proceeded to clear the ring of the wild cards and the the promoter from the state, Chad, uh, just by caning the hell out of him. So, uh, nice. Sandman got the last nice. laugh there. Great to see that. It's really cool to see here the inner Sandman and and see the Sandman coming out with his cane. That's kind of a pretty cool spot there. Um, enjoyed that. That after this mess, that brought out the winner, Andy Weinberg. Oh, he's been he's been teasing that he's got a a, a new surprise for everybody. Um, he brought out the Dirty Daddy, Chris Dickinson. Uh, if, if you guys are not familiar with Chris Dickinson, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, look him up. The guy is jacked beyond jacked, um, and he just ran through Phoenix Fury, uh, big uh, superstar down in MCW. Wrestled a lot down there. Um, uh, just just really manhandled him. Didn't get a lot of offense in. Dirty Daddy, definitely. I mean, he, the guy's shoulders and heads above Phoenix Fury. Uh, and then and then Weinberg just continued to let him kind of get beat down. That sure, Weinberg's sure. Thing. He's making a statement here. That brought out TJ Mathis for the save. Great to see TJ back in Legacy Wrestling. Um, but even TJ turns his back on the legacy wrestling fans. Wow. And joins the winner's army. Wow. Right? That's right. That's that's a little hard to believe. Uh it was TJ. it was it's it's I didn't think it was going to happen. It really, really caught me off guard. You know, and because you know, we know like we've TJ. Had we've TJ had him on, on the, the show. show, you know, he's he always gives so much back to you know to the fans and 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 uh you know, and he's kind of, I think he's kind of teased it a little bit, but I th- i thought he was just having fun. Yeah. Just kind of teasing it, and he actually did it. He, he actually, crossed the line. I mean, he, he was a member of Hollywood's Finest at one point. He so was. He was. It's uh, interesting to see now that that faction is no more now to see TJ kind of come back. I mean, don't get me wrong. Towards the dark I mean, side. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it. Right. I love it. 
but it it it, it did it does surprise me. It does yeah, surprise it's, it's, me. It it really surprised me. It really did. Uh, but it's been a year of change for for TJ Mathis. I mean, you, you know, you've seen what happened with Flex Express at PWE, and you know, maybe it's just time to reevaluate things for him. Maybe, maybe. I think twenty eighteen bigger and better thing. I mean, it's he's winning going to be a huge year. He's winning for now. for TJ Mathis. Absolutely huge year, especially in legacy wrestling because that guy is a monster, like legit huge. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent. Uh, Buster Jackson defeated Jaka mm-hmm. in a really, really good match. Um, the Fighting Dreamer, Chris Crunk. Chris Crunk. Crunk. Okay. Um, funny story. I, I believe Adam was calling him Chris Clunk throughout the <laughs> night. I don't know. I don't know if that was on purpose or not, um, or if he just got bad notes. Um, but I think he was calling him Clunk. For most of the night, so Chris, if 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 you heard this, we apologize. Uh, it's Chris Crunk. Oh, you don't need to apologize. I might have started calling him Clunk then too. Oh. I think I started calling him Crunk. Oh, what, that would be a Lavelle thing. Would just drag everybody else <laughs> and down. Then I, and then I just went over with like, I'll just join everybody else and calling him Clunk. Uh, <laughs> he you took, know, a lot, Ryan just likes to ride trains when they when they're happening. Right, does, right. I didn't. I didn't want to be late to that party. <laughs> Maybe I was wrong. So right, so you had to you had to get on the uh, correct side. He of uh, he defeated Trevor Eon, okay. uh, and then the main event of oh no, I, I apologize. Then there was a uh, six man tag. Uh, it was above the influence, which is Hippie Dicky Moon, which okay. we saw from uh, KPW and KPW. Yeah. Right, I think he came from the Joseph von Schmidt Training School. I believe so. Yeah, uh, Moonshine McCready and uh, Sully Banger. Uh, they they defeated uh, the Hysteria. And Jonathan Wolf. Okay. Um, it's really weird to to call a match with a guy named Banger, um, just because the way you say it and then some of the moves. It just sure, it just sure. came off really weird. I was like, oh god, those words together didn't sound right. Right. Um, yeah, I, I could. Say. Yeah, that got a little uh, a little hairy at some times. There was uh, a hairy Jim, Banger. I would think you would really be a big Sully Banger fan, and then the gimmick that Sully Banger okay. has. Um, so you definitely need to check him out. Brittany Blake defeated. Um, Ronnie Nicole to retain the Legacy Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. The Hitman for Hire, Mr. Grimm, um, defended both the Wrestlers Laboratory Nucleus Champion and the Legacy Number One Contendership. Okay, um, against Tyler Matrix. This was a really good match too. Tyler Matrix uh, cut his teeth in OVW, a lot of OVW, oh yeah, uh, stuff okay. like that. So definitely uh, look out. I'd love to see Tyler Matrix come back to Legacy Wrestling. That was really good. And then the main event was a six-man elimination match that saw Anthony Henry, Sean Carr, Gorey, Laszlo Arpad, John Silver, and the Red Scorpion battle it out. And on top came Sean Carr, who now claims a championship opportunity, I believe, at the last or at the next legacy show. Not at the last. Not at the last one. (laughs) Not at the last one. He can't go back. Can't go backwards and get get the title. But I believe he has an opportunity Saturday, March the third. Very cool. Which is a golden opportunity Very for cool. Legacy Wrestling when they return to the Lancaster Fieldhouse. Number House. one contender in PWE too. I believe so. Big things happening here Holy for Sean hell. Carr. Right? Huge things coming for Sean Carr. Big big things. The guy wins the ECWA Championship, the ECWA uh, Super Eight Tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, his star started to shine here in Central Pennsylvania. Yeah. Sounds like we need to get him back on the program in 2018. You know what? I can reach out to him 
and and we'll just see. Say if hi, can, Sean. Just say hi, Sean. And uh, and we'll see what happens. All right. That's how I do things. All right. Very but cool. overall, Legacy again delivers a really fun show. Cannot wait till March the third. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely looking forward. I think they said starting uh, next week, or or the, I think either next week or the following. I can't remember. If it's Christmas week or New Year week, but uh, they're going to be making plenty of announcements about uh, about the show coming up in uh, in March. I think so. New Year's Eve. They said. Okay. Said hell. Start the new year off right. Um, yeah. All right. Now, before guys, before we get to our top five matches of the year, this story is kind of picking up steam a little bit and Ooh. quite frankly I I couldn't enjoy it more um Vince McMahon today sells a hundred million dollars in WWE stock um which is uh seemingly um paving the way he did it to fund Alpha Entertainment LLC which is the uh, new venture, sports entertainment venture that is being started and funded completely by uh, Vince McMahon. And also this week, um, the Vince McMahon and Alpha Entertainment have acquired the trademarks, five different trademarks of XFL to, uh, to Alpha Entertainment from the WWE, which they reacquired them. Because I guess they let them go dormant once the league uh, had expired. We should have trademarked XFL. I know, damn it. Damn we it. Blew it. Could have been fucking rich. Hurry, um, hurry, hurry. Let's go trademark WBF. <laughs> we'll be rich. Um I'm doing it right now. But it it uh it, it, it really sounds like Vince McMahon and, and this Alpha Entertainment are really looking into the prospect of, of possibly I guess bringing back uh the XFL. You have no desire whatsoever. Didn't have any desire the first time around. Have no desire now. All right, Matt, does this interest you in any way, shape, or form? I'm actually kind of surprised that you're loving this. Like, do we not all remember the colossal failure that it was the last time around? You can learn from mistakes, though. Will Vince McMahon learn from mistakes? I wouldn't be surprised if the opening night has the goddamn rock promoting the same <laughs> fucking way he did it 15 10 years ago um like they just did a 30 for 30 this year about this like how does Vince McMahon not remember how this plays out he it takes a lot of his money like halfway through <laughs> like man i had a good thing there i should try this again um goddamn pal i they don't know shit i i still say that the actual football when you saw the football wasn't Stop. that wasn't that bad? Stop! I'm serious. You never saw it though, and that was part of the problem. It was produced. I watched it. I watched the first game, and I said, "Yep, that's enough." All right. What do you just that big Tommy Maddox mark? I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> no, he played for the Steelers, so you know that's bullshit. Oh, that's true. Um, Jim's a big he hate me mark. Who, oh, who is it? Love Rod Smart. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I liked him as the Rod Smart character more than he hate me, but <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more of a heel guy, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, Jim. What was your team? The New York New Jersey Hitmen. And what was their what was their record after one year and then it collapsed? I couldn't tell you, Ryan. Can you name me three other teams? Uh, Fuck, I know you can. Why Me- not even Memphis ask Maniacs, that? L.A. Extreme, uh, Las Vegas Outlaws, 
San Francisco Demons, the Chicago Enforcers. I'm going to take your word for I it. I think that's all. That might even be all Chicago of them. Enforcers. I thought there was a Rattler somewhere um, in there. But, yeah, that sounded about right. You don't have to look it up. No, I'm going to look it up. Because I actually think I – Birmingham Bolts. I forgot about the Birmingham Bolts. Everybody forgot about the Birmingham and, and, Bolts. And the Orlando Rage. Those are the two that I forgot. What I have, you I think still have I, your XFL jerseys, Jim? I don't. I sold them, and that, I made the mistake. I should have waited till now. They'd really be worth uh, like ten cents more. Um, the Chicago and Enfor- I had what had enforcers. I had an Outlaws. I had a Memphis Maniacs and a Hitman jersey. And I think my brother had a uh, LA Extreme. I got them for like ten bucks. They were at Ollie's after the league went defunct. That sounds fair. I, I, I know I had so a coming Memphis, in a year and a half to Ollie's XFL jersey. I, I know I had a Memphis Maniacs jersey that I found at like a Marshalls or like a right. Ross after the league because I they used to wear great it at for college. DMZ football exactly at University. They were. they were fantastic. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I it, it's something I'm going to keep a, keep a watch on because you know I I think that it it could at least be interesting at least until the the first night. I don't zero know. care. Wow, that God. Ryan, I'm not watching the Facebook Live video. How how high off the ground has Jim's desk elevated since we started talking <laughs> the whole about camera. the camera. Here's what happened. We started talking about the XFL and we lost about ten listeners. Is that, is I'm that not a, even joking? Is that right? Well we better That's uh... as bad as the XFL is. <laughs> it's literally we're just talking to each other and like two people are tuning in right now. It's that bad. That's, uh, the XFL drew everybody away. Well, I, all right. Let's, so let's, now we uh, got to get the whole goddamn crowd back into it for yeah, our top let, five. Let's uh, let's try and get them back. I'm going to uh, I'm going to even open up the, uh, the 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 other phone line here. So if you want to call in and give us maybe your uh, top matches of the year, you can call in four zero one three four seven zero six one three and use pin two nine three one two. That's also out on all of our. Uh, on all of our social media posts throughout the day about the uh, about this show, so you can get the get the number there. Um, and it's uh, the top five matches, top five matches of the year. What's your favorite match? My favorite match is with Melina and Alicia Fox. <laughs> it's so dumb. Who? Um. <laughs> Well, See, now I'm glad I can hear the audio. Now. There you go. See, it is. It is. I was upset earlier, but, but now this. Some sometimes it's better, Matt. Sometimes it is better. As I as I look at the Shane McMahon jersey that you got me for Christmas, <laughs> that I used to clean up the uh, spaghetti sauce that I dropped <laughs> on the floor earlier. Um, Matt, you're always dropping the spaghetti sauce. Why is that? <laughs> so let's. Well, the WWE also released. Cause, I mean, they had to have gotten wind of uh, of our countdown, so they released their top twenty five matches. If you go to WWE dot com. You can check that out. I'm not going to run down all twenty five, uh, but these are the top ten. <laughs> Actually, no, I'll wait until we're done. I'm not going to let WWE steal our thunder. Um, but I was going to say, <laughs> Jim's reading over the list is like shit. These are all my matches. Oh, crap, man. Never mind. I- yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta get mine out there first. So it sounds like I, I did them before they did. Um, did either of you guys, dumb question, have a honorable mention at all? Nope. I had two. Okay, what are what so are we're yours? Do Matt? any this time because Matt and it never does any. So I'm like, we're gonna have Jim the odd man out. 
Son of a bitch. Yeah, well, we got you one more time in 2017. Matt, what were your honorable mentions? All right, one of them I just put on there because I saw this one live. Um, it was at the Hybrid Wrestling Show. It was the Neon Ninja Facade versus Joey Janela. We've seen Facade a lot, obviously, but I think this is the best match I've ever seen Facade wrestling. And the funniest part was when I was talking to him later, he said that it was the second best match he's ever had with Janela. So really upset that I missed that first one, but this one was enough for me to at least give it a nod on my top five list. All right. And the other one is from NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, the Asuka versus Ember Moon match. All right. Uh, my honorable mention is John Cena defeating AJ Styles at uh, Royal Rumble, winning his 16th WWE title. Uh, I, I thought it was one of the better matches Cena's had in a while. And, uh, I mean, as we even as we said to, you know, like Jinder Mahal in the main event on Sunday, uh, there's a common theme there. If it's a match against AJ Styles, it's probably going to be better than matches that uh, – You've had otherwise. Uh, Frank checked in on the Facebook post yesterday with with his top five. He has Leo Rush versus Brian Cage back in March at MCW. Uh, Matt Seidel versus Facade uh, from Legacy in July. That was at uh, Prime One. It was a good match. South Philly's Finest versus the Appalachian Outlaws at PPW in uh, in November. Uh, Mr. Grimm versus AR Fox back in... uh, Back in (coughs) March at, uh, at Legacy Wrestling. And Leo Rush versus uh sean carr in the ecwa super eight final back in april uh scott gave his his number five was black uh versus dream at nxt houston uh aj versus cena from royal rumble 2017 usos versus new day in hell in a cell the war games match at nxt houston and brock versus braun versus roman versus joe at SummerSlam was scott's number one i've seen that match up on a few lists uh and i didn't get a chance to go back and watch it so it didn't make uh, my top five, wow. but um, I, I feel you like found time to go back and uh, do research. <laughs> you are, I, I have. I'm very impressed with myself. Pr- I am proud of you. I'm very proud of you. Um, sometimes, Jim. Sometimes. Sometimes. All right, I'll start with my number five. It was Finn Balor defeating AJ Styles uh, back in October at the TLC pay per view. Um, this was the one that was originally tabbed to be the Demon versus Sister Abigail. Uh, and then, thank God for was he was it the mumps? What did he have? No, mumps was Roman Reigns. Right, mump goes the weasel. What did uh, what did Bray have? Uh, meningitis. meningitis. Thank God for meningitis. Uh, AJ Styles came back from the uh, I think it was the South America tour. Sure, to uh, take part in this match. Yeah, we everybody's all got- just dying here. <laughs> it's like nobody knows we're fucking podcasting and has like a beverage ready. Yeah, well, I have one right here, uh, and we got this great match. Is it a Schlitz? Uh, just water. It's not a Schlitz. Not Schlitz. So there's my number five. All right. Um, again, I uh, I decided to do my top five of matches that I saw as they were happening, either live in person or live on like the network or anything like that. Um, that is why I will leave off um, Kenny Omega Okada because I did not. I saw that like three weeks after it happened, and uh, the way everybody hyped it up and everything. Great match, really, really was, but the expectation by the time it went through the hype cycle for weeks, it, it to me didn't live up to the hype that everybody built it up to because I was going in there expecting it. Uh, it's, it's what I expected, but I left it off. Uh, so everything, again, ended up being here in the United States and things that I actually saw 
live on pay-per-view as it was happening. My number five is uh, from the Ring of Honor's 15th anniversary winner-take-all pay-per-view was the Hardys <coughs> versus Rapungi Vice versus the Young Bucks in the Las Vegas street fight. Okay. Absolutely loved it. Thought it was fun as hell. Um, Bucks did the Young Bucks things. Rapungi Vice did their thing. And the Hardys did the hard. It was fantastic. Fun to watch. Uh, I think one of their, their last two appearances on, on pay-per-view for the Hardys. I think this was back in March. Then they were at the April show, or I believe. And then it was WrestleMania the next night. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was my number five. Uh, my number five was actually one that Jim was one of your honorable mentions, which was Cena versus Styles from the Royal Rumble. Um, still not the biggest Cena fan, but we all have said before that he wrestles to his opponents. So when he has to carry a match, it really hinders him. And I don't think anyone ever has to carry a match when AJ Styles is involved. So to see these two go at it, see John Cena at his absolute best, um, the 16 thing is is what it is. But uh, I just thought this was one of the best Cena matches I've seen. Not just like a match of the year, but one of his best of his career. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, my number four was the uh, Usos defeating the New Day. And uh, the, the New Day in this one was Big E and Xavier Woods to win the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships uh, inside Hell in a Cell back in October. Um when just watching it, uh, it, it was one of the one of the better match tag team matches I've seen. Uh, it was a little different being inside the Hell in a Cell. I thought they used the cell extremely well, um, and even isolating uh, Kofi Kingston at one point. Where I think they like handcuffed him to the to the to the post, uh, you know, to keep him from interfering at all. So uh, I just thought from from start to finish, and then that match was. Over 20 minutes long, um, I just really thought that, that those guys who had who have really, I think, done a lot of great work um, in their feud for these tag team championships, this this one just absolutely blew me away. I said it at the time that I thought it was going to crack my top five, and it absolutely did. Number four. Um, this one, I'd, I was really looking for some, some different things here. Okay. Um, my number four is the Joey Janela Spring Break Clusterfuck match. <laughs> I don't know how many top fives this is going to land in, on. In future news, Ryan Miller does never do commentary with Adam Lavelle ever again. That's that's fine. <laughs> this no. match was exactly what I thought it was going to be, and I absolutely loved it. Let me just read you some of the people wrestling in this match and then understand like... This match was a lot of fun. It was just a fucking blast. Travis Flip Gordon started off, uh, Facade, John Silver, Veda Scott. Uh, we had Brian Idol, uh, Crazy Boy, Jervis Cottonbelly. Uh, then the Invisible Man came out. Jim, the Invisible Man actually wrestled like in the clusterfuck. Like the guy that's over there. Well, yes. Oh, my God. I can't believe we actually have him in studio right, in tonight. Studio. The Invisible Man from the Joey Janela clusterfuck. It was a hell, right? of, it was a hell of a match. Unreal match. Um, he didn't win it, but it was really, really, it was fantastic. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd, Eric Cannon, uh, fucking Glacier was in this match. He was. Glacier. Yeah. Uh, had a really awesome, like, standoff with Ethan Page with the, like, the laser lights and the whole Mortal Kombat yeah. shit. Uh, Dig the Clown, 
bought Veda Scott's like bitter ass and then just walked out. <laughs> um, and then Ethan Page. I th- I don't even remember who won it. I think Jimmy Loy ended up actually winning the match, but it doesn't even matter. No, it was. It was a total clusterfuck. I say, what was the match called? It was called a clusterfuck, yeah, and it, it was exactly that. And I can't wait. I had pneumonia, so I was off of work. And I remember I watched oh, it. Right. I yeah, watched you, it live you on did, Flow yeah, You were real sick. I fucking loved it. It was the highlight of like my time off of work. Um, to Besides me, being off of work, that was great too. <laughs> but Joey Janela's Spring Break clusterfuck, my number four. Wow. Uh, my number four is actually one of the Okada versus Omega matches that was mentioned. I'm not sure which one you were talking about, Ryan, uh, when you said you weren't going to name it, but I picked the one from New Japan Dominion as my number four. Uh, I know they they went head-to-head a few times, but I thought this one was their better of all the times that they, they faced off just in terms of what they did in the ring, the outcome, everything, I thought this was was their best work. Uh, that was my number three, <laughs> the uh, the Omega and Okada, the time limit draw from New Japan Dominion. Um, you know, I Iron Man matches or sixty minute matches because this wasn't technically an Iron Man match, but um, you know, an hour can be a long time to watch a, a wrestling match, and and we've seen some iron man matches in the history of wwe that have been tough to watch because it's just not it's not good for those two guys to be in the ring for an hour these two are are two of the best in the world okada and omega and uh they they put on you know one of the best matches of the year and uh went for 60 minutes and it was a time limit draw which is something that you don't you don't see a lot of anymore, and it's not something that should ever be abused. The time limit draw, but like in, in the WWE, I don't even, I can't even remember the last time I. You don't even get time limits, right? In the you WWE don't even hear, you know, anymore. this match is, you know, for a, a ten minute time limit. I mean, Ring of Honor does, right? I think so. Um, I don't even think NXT does. Um, the only time time is mentioned in the, with the WWE, any of their matches, if it is an Iron Man match or an Iron Woman match, correct. So um, even to have that out there is um, something that's different. Definitely something you don't see uh, if you are a primary, primarily a WWE viewer. Right, I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's my number three. My number three. Uh, you guys have already mentioned it: John Cena versus AJ Styles from the Royal Rumble, twenty seventeen. Um, I'd just like to add on from what you guys said. We saw Cena really reach into his bag of tricks and pull out some new moves that we've never seen him pull out in this match before. This was one that I went back last night and watched. It's a really good match. It is. Like, if you're a WWE fan, go back and check this one out. It's from the Rumble. Um, It's relatively easy to find. It was right before the Rumble match. Uh, This one really stood out. So Cena Styles is my number three. My number three is from PWG's All-Star Weekend. It was Jeff Cobb and Matt Riddle taking on Penta Graham Jr. and Ray Phoenix. I think four of the best wrestlers you can see on the independent scene being in the ring at one time. That's probably the best you're going to get in terms of a tag team match that's not on the main scene. So I had to give it to them just because I think those four, I mean, we seen Matt Riddle, we've seen Ray Phoenix. Um, you know, if you watch Lucha Underground, you're familiar with most of these guys. I think 
that that collection of talent in the ring at the same time is the best you're going to get on the indie scene anyway. Matt, my, uh, guys, my number two is one that, Matt, you mentioned. I think it was in your honorable mentions, uh, and that's Asuka defeating Ember Moon uh, by submission to retain the NXT women's title at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Um, about 15 minutes long. I said it, I think, when we recapped that show, um, that it may have been the my favorite women's match that I've ever watched. Um, just, I don't know if everything came together on, on that night. Uh, for those two, uh, but it, it it was spectacular from start to finish, um, and it, you know, again, I, I I actually I didn't get to go back and watch all of these as as we were building up to this, but I, I have watched this match numerous times, um, and I love it every time. Uh, obviously, Oscar, her work speaks for herself, because for a, a while I I wasn't even uh, the biggest Ember Moon fan, but. Uh, you know, never could discredit her ability, but just something didn't click with me. Everything did uh, on that night. So, yeah, that's that's my number two. Uh, my number two is Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream from TakeOver War Games. Um, I'm going to stand by what I said when I saw it. I thought that was, it was the so match good, of the man. night. I absolutely loved it. I love the story was told. I love that, that Alistair Black, you know, said his name at the end of the match. It was to me, the best match I've seen either of those two work under the WWE umbrella. Um, probably the best match that I've seen the Velveteen Dream work, Patrick Clark work uh, in his short career so far. But, man, everything just clicked. I loved it. Uh, the main event was good. Takeover, the takeover with the war game match was, was all right. was fun. But, yeah, this match out of that weekend, I think, stole the entire weekend. So, uh, Alistair Black, Velveteen Dream, number two. My number two is also from NXT. It's going to be from TakeOver Chicago, Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate. Um, from everything that we saw in the UK tournament, I think that just built my appreciation for Pete Dunne, and I think that Tyler Bate was probably the best opponent they could have had to really showcase what he can do. I really hope that they can use these guys more and more moving forward because I think they have a lot that they can do with them and not just, you know, stick them in a cruiserweight type role. I really want to see them push these guys to the moon, both of them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and if you did not see NXT this week, I know that, uh, you know, that it was bait versus done last night, uh, got rave reviews. I think even bait tweeted today, uh, you know, another chapter in the story of Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunn, who wants to see it again. And I pretty much, I'm pretty sure Everybody alive uh, on 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 Twitter and things today were, yeah, was was pretty uh, do. in favor of that. My number one match: Pete Dunne defeating Tyler Bate to win the WWE UK title at uh, NXT Takeover Chicago. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure, like the whole time watching that match, like it, my face was just like in awe. I mean, it was it was it was very Bret Hardy. What's it? Wow, (laughs) really? Couldn't go through the top five matches without a Bret Hart uh, insult. That that's a shame. He was drooling his way. Oh my god! Only from one side. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, um, no, this match um, was one of the best matches I've seen in in years. Really, I mean, the best match of this year. Yeah, I mean it. It it was it, it just from start to finish, 
what these guys did. And, and I, like, I'm right there with you, Matt. I hope that they continue to utilize them, utilize them bigger and better because um, what these guys did at, at TakeOver Chicago was uh, absolutely spectacular. So, again, Pete Dunne defeating Tyler Bate to win the UK championship uh, is my number one. For everything you said and more, my number one is also Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate for the UK championship at TakeOver Chicago. Uh, another one I went back and I watched last night, and it's such an easy watch. I mean, just even watching it, and I know the outcome. I still bid on some of the false finishes. When I think man, it is Jr. So was even good. on the call for this one, right? Um, oh my god, I don't even. I don't. I, I literally just watched it yesterday. I couldn't even tell you. I believe so. I'm gonna it look it up. It stood on its own. Like this was so good, so good. Yeah, it's phenomenal, man. It really was. Check it out. I know uh, Scott said that was his honorable mention on in the Facebook feed, and he I think he cited that it didn't have a lot of build to it, um, which you didn't get a ton of build for the UK guys anyway, like. They're not part of the NXT brand per se, so yeah. you don't have a huge J- bill. Jr. For that. was on the call for this one, okay? Which I, to me probably added to it for me as I'm as sounding it out because when Jim Ross calls a match, it it seems more important. That's fair. That's a good call. But yeah, this match was just ah oh, so good, Matt. Uh, my number one. He was in my number one match from last year as well. Two guys that I think are very polarizing. When it comes to wrestling fans, they either love him or hate him. From New Japan Wrestling Rev Pro Global Wars 17, it was Zack Sabre Jr. versus Will Ospreay. I just think what these two can do, um, and really what Will Ospreay can do in the ring, I know there's a lot of people that aren't fans of what he brings to the ring, but I love it. And any match that he's in, I find myself just wildly entertained. And I think that Zack Sabre Jr. is just right there with him on par. Um, I wouldn't say it was better than my number one last year of Osprey versus Ricochet, but I think it was pretty damn close just in terms of the athletic feats that these two can like just feed off of each other. And it just tells a fantastic story the whole way through. And again, if, uh, you know, if you're, if you're following along, whether you're watching live or, or not, uh, if you want to continue to share, um, even if it's just your top match of the year, not even necessarily your top five uh, feel free to do that or, or share them with us on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you uh, about what was your, your your top match or matches of uh, 2017. Looking at the WWE's list, this was, uh, again, posted at WWE.com. They're number 10, uh, Finn, Valor, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins versus The Miz. Uh, triple threat match back on Raw on May 1st. Uh, Big Show versus Braun Strowman uh, back uh, February 20th on Raw was number 9. Um the Authors of Pain versus DIY versus The Revival, uh, which is a triple threat match at NXT TakeOver Orlando, was number eight. The Demon, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles at TLC. Uh, Asuka versus Ember Moon for the NXT Women's title at TakeOver Brooklyn 3 was number uh, six on the WWE's countdown. Number five, Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles, champion versus champion match at Survivor Series. The New Day versus the Usos uh, the, in, on the SummerSlam kickoff um, for the Tag Team Championships. Uh, Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne from TakeOver Chicago was number three. Lesnar versus Roman Reigns versus Mojo versus Braun Strowman. The Fatal 4-Way for the Universal title at uh, SummerSlam was number two. And their number one match of the year, Royal Rumble, AJ Styles versus John Cena. Okay. So, so there's a, a few of us in there. Um, 
uh, Alistair Black versus Velveteen Dream checked in at number 16 really? out of top okay. 25, oh. beating it out. And I just fucking laughed at this when I saw it. Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar from WrestleMania. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, uh, you know, they, they had to. But number 12, Matt, and I, I'm still shocked this didn't make your list. Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles, WrestleMania 33. <laughs> it was number 12 on the uh, on the WWE's list. I actually list. thought the uh, match with Owens was better. You know, they were going to put that at number one, but, you know, you can't put it over... Uh, Right, Cena yeah. winning his sixteenth uh, WWE. Where was uh, Goldberg and Lesnar ranked again? Fifteenth. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not as bad as when they gave The Rock versus Cena their match of the year when it was right seventeen AAs and forty six rock bottoms, and that was pretty much it. <laughs> and I think what uh, The Rock like tore his like some his whole entire like stomach. Where, when was that? That was the one re- WrestleMania. Was twenty nine? Okay. Yeah, I think it was. It was this. It was their second once in a lifetime match. Right. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, all right. So again, uh, continue to share your top five uh, matches of the year or best match of the year with us. We'd love to hear uh, hear from you on that. Um, announced this week at Royal Rumble, there will be a women's Royal Rumble. That was the closing segment yes. of uh, of Monday Night Raw. Um, and I think Jared uh, Jared Anderson pointed out in the comments when we post about this that it you know and it they haven't really given any specifics and it wouldn't surprise me just based on on size that it, this will probably not be an over the top rope uh, Royal Rumble it'll probably be just a thrown out through the ropes elimination because you know most of the most of the women are uh, you know, shorter than than the or right around the the height of the top rope, and I and I don't know that I've ever that I really see a lot of women getting thrown over the top rope. I'm I'm fifty fifty on this. I really am. I don't I don't think in a women's revolution that you would want to like. Oh well, Compromise. because we're girls, we have to alter the rules. Okay, Kalisto doesn't reach the top rope. Ah, fair enough. Okay, and, and then they just have to muscle him over then. Okay. So maybe, maybe that's my take on it. Good I luck muscling Nia Jax. Well, just got to hope momentum's <laughs> on your side. I don't know. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's where I'm at okay. on, on that. Like, no, I, I, I'd hate to see them alter it because we're girls and we can't make it over the top rope. Okay. I, I would just hate to see that. Okay. Matt, any thoughts on, on that aspect of it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I also would like to see them go over the top rope just for the reasons that, you know, what's what's the revolution if they're just going to say it's a revolution, but it's not quite the same. So <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Today, I didn't watch Rod. Did they say it's going to be 30? Is it going to be 20? They, they didn't specifically mention it, but I, I think I read from uh, Mike Johnson of PW Insider that the belief as of right now is that it will be 30. Um, and, and cause I was kind of going over it cause I knew we were talking about this in the, in the Facebook post. Um, there was 11 women, not counting Stephanie McMahon in the ring on Monday night during the announcement. One of them being the raw women's champion, Alexa bliss. Um, so I went over the roster. There are a, the, those were all the women on the roster. Uh, the SmackDown live women's roster. There are 11 and that's counting Charlotte. That's also counting Nikki Bella. Okay. 
So total in WWE, you're you're looking right around twenty. Um, so I think kind of the belief now is that you will have, you know, all the female competitors, and then you will also have some legends returning, and some uh, NXT women, uh, or maybe some of the women from the May Young Classic making an appearance. Love it, just absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, and I I mean that you know makes me wonder who are going to be the people that are returning. I mean, I know we've heard. Um, some rumors about Kelly Kelly returning. Um, I think, uh, um, Caitlin was one of them that has been, there's, there's been some rumors just in general. This was before right. the women's Royal Rumble talk. Um, uh, I think, uh, Trish tweeted something out, like, look at the women go something like that. Hey, where's my boots? Something along those lines. Okay. Just enough to wow. get people talking. Wow. I mean, I guess anything's possible. I mean, we've seen Kevin Nash return to a Royal Rumble like two years ago. So if he can get his old ass with his broken ass legs and back thrown over the top rope, uh, I wouldn't doubt any of any of these uh, women from uh, from the WWE. Again, Kevin hate tweets to at Big Jim Sports for the old <laughs> ass comment because <laughs> he. I mean, he he does listen every week. Um, Hopefully, the Kelly Kelly thing's not true, but uh, but the others would be cool. Yeah, it would be. Uh, Devin had checked in. He said his, uh, I assume his match of the year, uh, Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. I mean, that that was that was probably the biggest to me moment moment of the year of the year. The match. If you really go back and watch the match, to me, it was rough. It was you rough. I get through that intro first. <laughs> There's 22 minutes of The Undertaker walking down. Now there was a thing on the scorecard from this week. I think it was the uh, the main event match. That we both like were right around sixteen minutes. No, but I think what uh, no. Let me. Pull. Oh, there was one for the uh, for the tag the match tag teams the, for yeah. the uh, and it's still fatal four way tag eight team combined entrance time in minutes, and I put six in honor of uh, you know back to to your WrestleMania, uh, Ryan. But it was like seven and a half. Yeah, the match time for the for the main event I had at sixteen, and that one was twenty three minutes. You know, yeah, a little more than twenty two. Yeah. Um, more. But uh, no, I'm excited. I'm excited for the Women's Royal Rumble. I think it's, you know, it, it is time. You know, the, I think it's the progression of the division. Uh, Naomi announced the first official entrant. But again, if you're just looking at the, the, the sheer mathematics of it, I think every woman that's not holding a title uh, will be in this match. Because I, I would assume that, it, that the same parameters of the men's uh, would hold true. The winner gets to, you know go on to WrestleMania for a Correct. championship match. Now, truth be told, we could take two out of each pool. Let's say it's going to be Asuka versus Alexa Bliss for the women's championship oh, match okay. for Raw. And then that would leave not You know what I mean? That would leave right. nine. Right, right, right. Um, and gotcha. maybe they don't participate then in the Rumble match. Like the like same as the men. Same as the men, right. Okay. Here's what I would, if they alter anything, and they can do it to both sides. Let's trim up, what is it, 90 seconds? Let's make it a minute. I could see that. I'd love for that. Let's make it 45 seconds. I don't care what we have to do, but I'm okay with trimming up the two minutes or the 90-second entrance time to a minute time because now we have two rumbles to go through. Yeah, I think the you're saying for both of them, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'd be fine with that. If that's how we're going to rule it. 90 let's, let's, seconds is, seems like a little too long, especially when you're you're booking that segment that happens in pretty much every Royal Rumble where somebody cleans house. Right. And then they're just standing there waiting, and sometimes it just seems like it's taking way too long for that 
countdown to begin. Right, I agree. I agree. I mean, at the same time, though, we did have when CM Punk just kept clearing people out and then sitting and talking on the mic for like a full minute and twenty seconds. In I, miss, I miss CM Punk. Right. If you're, if you're going to go, if you're going to go that route, then because I think they did a Bray Wyatt uh, like promos in between. Who? He's that guy that won the WWE Championship for like a day last year in February. Oh, right. How long ago does that feel? That happened in 2017. That feels like was that really forever? Yeah. Good God. Yeah, Yeah, it it feels the Elimination Chamber. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And they lost it at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it was. uh, Man, what a bummer. Um, All right, so Dolph Ziggler again. We 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 talked about him winning the. the U.S. title and then his promo on on SmackDown where he kind of dropped the title and, and just kind of walked out. Um, PW Insider reporting that he is not expected to appear in any upcoming SmackDown live broadcast, but he is still scheduled um, to be working live events, obviously. Sell the angle on SmackDown Live where he dropped the title in the ring. Um, seems kind of odd that you would continue to work live events, though, because, like, there's not like an internet with Twitter and all of that stuff um, where people could just like take pictures like, oh, Ziggler is here. Um, I, I kind of I, – because I, I don't think he's leaving. I think this is – I don't think so either. There, think, there was a lot of rumor that they're coming out with a new designed championship belt. I think that the the those really got streamlined or whatever because of uh, – there was a, a promo picture for one of the SmackDown events that Corbin had a different – title over his shoulder and it was kind of based around like the design of the intercontinental title but with like american flags on it okay um so they may be redesigning i think that title is long overdue for a redesign yes uh because i thought it was hideous the day that they released it yep 100 percent agree um, so the only thing worse is the old john cena u.s championship oh spinner God. belt oh awful. that one was worse so bad <laughs> <laughs> so bad um so, you know, hopefully they'll come Do up with Do you both not own the John Cena the Champ is here t-shirts? Okay, I well, I do have the uh the US title the Champ is here shirt. I don't have that one, no. Yeah, I have that. I one. have you can't see me. The one that I bitched about. <laughs> the one that you hated so much. That's the one. <laughs> you also have a and your Nia Jack shirt. And your hashtag out of nowhere shirt. They're not like most shirts. I almost bought you the out of nowhere shirt. Oh. I would. I really did. <laughs> I would have worn it tonight because and tonight I know only. how much you loathe Christmas shirts. I, I and it just Randy seems Orton. really impractical to have shirts that you can only wear like one month out of the year. You just put them in a little tub. Who's got fucking space to store shirts? Well, if you didn't have a hundred uh, Funko Pops, you fair, could store fair, fair, fair. <laughs> Although Good tonight, call. tonight, a hundred percent honest. Um, Target. I finished off the Home Alone collection. I bought the Kevin. Nice. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's a solid yeah, buy. So I think that's number 21 or 22 in my collection now. There's a website you can go to that you can just log them all. It makes it easier when you're out shopping. Oh, shit. Well, I don't know. With 21, you might be able to remember. Yeah, I'd probably be able to remember. When you get up to the 90s and the 100s, you yeah. have to look. Oh, fuck. Do I have that oh, one? Oh, my that's, God. Yeah. All right. We're fine. <laughs> it's a problem. Um, Let's see here. Dean Ambrose uh, had surgery on his... On his uh, right triceps, uh, no no timetable for his return, but it seemed like a relatively minor procedure. I think 
the WWE posted uh, an article that it was uh, the procedure only it lasted maybe an hour. So, uh, you know, that we, we saw on, on Monday the attack and, you know, his problems with his arm. So get him off TV. Right. So I think it'll be interesting to see where it leads the uh, the tag team the tag team championship uh, storyline because you have the the revival returning. They're back, which was a, a surprise. I, I knew they were soon going to be coming back, but I didn't expect it this week. Um, you know, there's potential. You know, I think you could you could face turn Gallows and Anderson and and put them in against the club, or not the club, the bar. Right. So there's a lot of potential. I mean, I think maybe you know as. Maybe the colognes come back as something else. They're technically <laughs> on SmackDown, aren't they? Really? I don't know. I think they're technically on SmackDown Live. Okay. Maybe they are. I honestly don't know. I don't know what shitty gimmick they can give them this time. I really don't. Just call them the colons. Like, just spell it. Have it the same way, but instead of the colognes, they're the colons. The colons? Just just be... It's the colons. The colons, I guess. <laughs> um, what, what, what gimmick do you think they're going to bring them back as? We'll put this on on those social media pages. The colognes, too. yeah. I have them coming back as two airline pilots. That's going to be my my their their gimmick. <laughs> There'll be two airline pilots. I mean, they were they were bullfighters. They were like fucking triple A salespeople, right? With their with their other things, they were with I don't timeshare the timeshare thing. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna say there the WWE is gonna revive like Duke the Dumpster Drosy uh, type gimmick, and they're gonna be a trash man and the trash truck driver. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, that's fair. <laughs> Matt, how do you think they're gonna bring the Colognes back? Oh man, they've really. I'm trying to think of like something that's that was popular like three years ago, since they're always so late to the bar. And I'm just, I'm drawing a blank. Aces and eights. <laughs> right. I mean, like, I, I could see them coming back in, like, six months with the uh, Cash Me Outside girl as their manager. <laughs> They're just two human fidget spinners. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, guys, we're... Even, I, even those things, I think, are too, too modern. Bring, uh... Like they'll come back as pog collectors. <laughs> Jeez, uh, <laughs> there it is. That's the perfect pog one. Collectors. You got you, you had pogs, I assume. Both oh, of you. Absolutely. Yeah, their finishing move is just like yeah. the slammer. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just called the slammer, the and slammer. one of them like, you know, just slams the other Slips one over. <laughs> Do they even have like the? Because uh, remember, like some of the slammers had like were like the metal spikes Ooh. so like some of their gear you know we don't want to we don't want to like really hit them too hard well, right pay-per-view they have like they have like spikes on their gear absolutely they come out and they just throw Could you neon. imagine them trying to get those past like the you know the child safety coalition today because i think maybe that's a thing i don't yeah i don't remember or like like getting you know like these metal discs that just come to a, a, a 10 points around the perimeter you would never see that today, I don't think. I don't know. They got metal fidget spinners. That's true. Yeah, you bring yeah. up a good point. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> uh, three new WWE signings expected in the new year. 
Um, this is again from Mike Johnson, PW Insider. Uh, Ricochet um, is expected to sign uh, sh- shortly mm-hmm. um, and and debut or at least uh, come to the Performance Center in January. Um, War Machine, Ring of Honor, Warbeard Hanson and Ray Rowe um, are also uh, they will finish up with New Japan reportedly at Wrestle Kingdom, which is what two weeks from today. Um, That's coming well, up. two weeks from today, it'll be done because I think it's at like 4 a.m. Thursday morning. Um, and Thanks, then he, time zones. Right. And he says there are other names circulating as well, uh, potentially being signed, including, quote, a very prominent female independent talent. Ooh. Who do you think that could be? I have no idea. Let's go over to like our resident female independent wrestling and see if guy Matt has a and guess. And see what Matt would, would guess. Like, who would you put as, like, very prominent female independent wrestler. Like the top one? Sure. Um, maybe Maya Yim. Okay. That could be. That could be. Maybe was... Diona Perrazzo. Okay. Or Santana Garrett. A big, and they were, I mean, I think if you look over maybe the May Young Classic, I mean, uh, probably any number of them could sign. No, yeah. Santana Garrett was she was in the May Young Classic, right? Mia Yim was in the May Young Classic. Yeah, I, I could believe that. There's still a part Which of me that would love Martinez to see as possible. Lufisto get an opportunity. It would be awesome. I'd absolutely love to see that. How's her recovery f- from injuries? Did she going? say like someone higher up and her do not get along still? Probably. Yeah. Um, I, believe, I, I mean, it, it so. would. I mean, it would it would surprise us. I like surprises, but we, you know, we 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 <laughs> love her. But but uh, my mind went to Deanna Perrazzo as well. That's the okay. one that that popped in my mind. One um, that popped in my mind, but I I don't know that it would make sense. At least in the short term, would be Chelsea Green. I could see that. I mean, she's I mean, the she current Knockouts won. champion, right. so yeah. it, would, it would surprise me. But you know, like I know, like uh, the the rumors were circulating around. Um, War Machine, because I think what one of them is engaged to Sarah, Sarah Logan. Logan. Yeah. So, uh, if you know you're looking at the the relationship aspect to it, Chelsea Green yeah, and Zack Ryder are together. She is dating your favorite bro of all time. Woo woo woo. Jim, Whoa. she was a guest on our show. I'm, that was to Zack Ryder, not to her. Still, show some respect. I respect the hell out of her. Do you have the Zack Ryder pop yet, Jim? No, I don't, and I will not. Yet. Oh, <laughs> right, because Matt hasn't, uh, we haven't gotten Matt's gifts yet. No, no. So I guess that could be in there, although his his hint would suggest that it is not. Maybe the hint was to throw you off his scent. It, it could have been. It could have been. Uh, that's really all I have, guys. Do you, do you have anything else, either of you? Do you want to talk about XFL some more? I, I can hear you like jonesing. Nah, no, phone. we're good. We're good. I'm, I'm good for this week. Maybe I'll jump on and do an all XFL show. We have next one week. listener left. We can scare off. <laughs> Devin, are you still listening? Two. There's two. There's two. If I if I talk about the XFL enough, maybe I could scare them both off. No, I'm good, dude. I'm, 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 we can wrap it up early today. Again, who knows what we're going to do next week? I don't know. Yeah, stay tuned. We, uh, we honestly have no idea. 
Uh, Matt, who maybe is, we'll do something. Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll do something after Raw or SmackDown. Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Maybe Jim will actually do like a, a morning thing one day, like a morning deuce with Jim, and totally rip off Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard and uh, the morning deuce with Bruce. But while Jim's actually on the toilet deucing, we could up the ante a little bit. <laughs> Good who knows? morning, everybody. <laughs> what a great time to talk about wrestling with Jim, baby. <laughs> Oh, is Natty in here? Oh, oh, that's in poor taste. It is. <laughs> uh, Matt, who is the woman of the week this week on Instagram? We have our final woman of the week up. It is Susanna Wicks, rising star up in New England. Um, the voting comes to an end on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for the woman of the year. Remember, we will be making a donation to the winner's choosing of charity as well as writing a feature article we will have a video coming up as well from our 2016 woman of the year taylor Hendricks. so stay tuned to our social media to see that um and then next week we will not have a woman of the week i'm just going to post the woman of the year on wednesday and basically just enjoy my five days off work and not do anything that sounds media related where uh, where can they follow you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter. Apologies for tonight. I got a little tweet happy about the Sixers. Uh, it is at 3CT, the letter A. Philly is in Philadelphia and the number 8, so 3CT affiliate. We do still have one Notre Dame game left for me to rage tweet <laughs> about as well on January the 1st, so stay tuned for that. All right, Matt. Agreed. Uh, yeah, we uh, we hope you have a great holiday. Enjoy those uh, those days off of work, bud. You don't get them. We we all don't get them enough. So uh, enjoy them, and we'll talk to you maybe next week, maybe next year. We'll see. Who knows what the future holds? Exactly. Have a good one, bud. Have a good holiday, guys. Yeah, you too. Take it easy, Matt. All right. So we want to thank everyone uh, who has stuck with us, supported us uh, through this year. It's been a fun year. It's been a huge year. Uh, again, stay tuned to our social media because there, there may be a show next week. There may be something next week. We have no idea. We truly don't because, uh, we're coming into Christmas week. We're winding down the year. Uh, again, we appreciate everybody. We have so much planned for 2018. We're going to be working with a lot of great companies, some on commentary, some just promoting them. Uh, some just checking out the shows and in some case, and we're going to have a new logo coming, new merchandise coming. Uh, updated website coming, so there's there's a lot going on. Ryan, uh, what are some of the uh, the social media stuff? Where can people keep track of everything that's going on with us? Thank you. I was just aggressively motioning behind you. I, I was going to do that. Hell, you were. I doing. was just going to do that for the rest of the show. Make sure you're following along. It's facebook.com slash three count Thursday, Twitter and Instagram at three count Thursday. Check out our website three count Thursday dot com. We're going to have all of our links there. Patreon, um, collar and elbow. Use promo code three count. Uh, we have our Water Maneuver sites up there under the Merchandise tab. Check everything out there, 3 com. Yeah, and again, uh, NGSC Sports, our, our sponsor from NGSC Sports, our sports baseball. Uh, you also stream us daily at LeapSports.com. Subscribe to us, support us, Patreon page, everything. Follow us on social media, find out what we're doing. To each and everyone out there, we, uh, we appreciate all the support, and we hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. We will talk to you next time. And uh, until then, stay safe. Enjoy the holidays. 
and go for the pin. A beautiful sign, we're happy tonight, walking in a winter wonderland. fantasy baseball fans come to the next level and experience virtual major league baseball ownership our sports provides an advanced and authentic experience combining fantasy and virtual sport by owning and operating in our sports franchise you compete for championships and cash in leagues that mirror the mlb in every way for sports fans who have dreamed of owning a sports franchise log on to rsportsbaseball.com or find them on facebook as our sports baseball or on twitter at our sports baseball and make that dream a reality